0: And just like that, back like we never left. Gang Gang is back. TBP is back. We appreciate y'all for being back with us in the new year. Shout out to all of you. Thank you for spending some of your evening with the nonsense it is we have going on around here. Also, thank you to you-know-who, Chico Velo, supporting bicycling, education, and advocacy since 1980. Chico Velo encourages you to ride your bicycle and park it safely at their bike valet when available at the Thursday Night Market and Saturday Farmer's Market. For more information, visit ChicoVelo.org and find them on Facebook. All right, boys, we got a lot to catch up on. It's been a minute. It feels good to be back. So with no further ado, let's get it. We talking about practice.
1: Not a game, not a game, not a game.
0: We talking about practice. It's easy to sum it up. We just talk about practice.
2: I mean,
0: listen, we talking about practice. I mean, how silly is that? We talking about practice.
3: We're talking about practice,
2: man.
0: (laughs) We are talking about practice, Chico's only locally produced sports soccer radio show. I'm your co-host, Jerome Gilbert, alongside me, as always, partner in crime, co-creator of the show, Derek Isomaki. Yo, what's good, party people? Rudy is out. We're hoping to get him back next week. Shouts to our dog Rude Dog, so he'll have all his uh, gambling advice for you just in time for playoff football. But we do have our producer extraordinaire, the Jew for Jesus, Stepman Brett. Yeah. All right, boys. Happy New
2: Year. New happy, Year, baby. Happy New Year. New Year. New, New, New Year, same me. us. Yeah, Let's yeah, go. Yeah. Doesn't feel like not, much has changed. Yeah. yeah, not much changes year to year. But not you know re- I mean, it, it's rather arbitrary. Okay? Yeah, you, you know. Yeah, for you mere peasants who still believe in time, <laughs> <you> idiots. <laughs> time is man-made. Okay, it's all irrelevant.
0: It's all. Uh, well, time is relative. Yeah,
2: that's. But it's also. Irrelevant. It's all.
1: It's all relevant. What are we doing right now?
2: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> is Wait, this a bit? Are we doing a bit? This is, not, no, bit? This, this is awful. This <laughs> just, is
1: terrible. Just wasting the relevancy of time. There we go. Ah, hey, there we go. all right.
0: right. You. Hey, you starting off the new year with a decent joke? Only that gonna go new. downhill from here. Yeah, no Only doubt. Gonna go
1: downhill from you here. You usually
0: set a pretty high low. bar in the beginning, and then just yeah, low standards. Plane crash there. afterwards. I mean,
2: don't give yourself high bar. You set a bar. You set a bar, yeah. and then you don't, don't proceed give to go. High, like high, again, relative. Yeah, <laughs> relative to you. Yeah, <laughs> relative, relative to me. Yeah. I, I feel like right. that was a show. decent joke. Yeah. Relative,
0: relative to the Brad in 15 minutes, yes. Yeah. High bar. Mm. Um, let's talk about low bars. Gosh. <clears throat> Do we have to? I think we need to start right. there. No. We celebrate when we win. We got to uh, take the licks,
2: yeah. 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 So the n- sorrows, tears. All of the above.
0: Yeah, no hell to the victors. Um, but as Derek put it, so Michigan lost to TCU. We're all Michigan fans in here, and uh, as Derek so eloquently put it, uh, you can't beat
2: God. Yeah, we were fighting God that game. <laughs> yeah, Texas Christian versus uh, Michigan Wolverines had a uh, had a mighty foe. <laughs> yeah, and um, the
1: mightiest, some might say. Yeah,
2: yeah. No one's no one's ever beaten him. I don't think. Uh, not that I know of. I God think, he, I think undefeated. he's undefeated. undefeated right They,
1: now, they so. thought I, they had him, and then they came back in the third quarter and, you know, got um, the victory. TCU? Really? We lost to TCU? They they pulled out, though. Like, you have to give them their credit. They, that's did it,
2: they didn't, though. We just played, like, hogwash. And we got hosed on many occasions.
0: Yeah, that's true. The calls many are terrible. Yes, But the game was there to be had, was, and you yeah. lost to a team whose mascot is the only animal in the animal kingdom that squirts eye from its blood
2: blood Uh, blood from from its eye eye. yeah yeah all right jesus Uh, wow all right frogs
0: i we've been off for two weeks okay it's it's been
2: and and we suffered a terrible defeat just we should be in a natty right now yes absolutely well yeah but no we lost to god um and humbled mightily and it, it hurts a lot because I really I was honestly I you know I was counting my eggs they hatched already you thought we were and in I thought we were in I you, really did. I did too I was like yo we're there baby yep um
0: and and to my um to my surprise on the flight we had the game was on like yeah. no, oh, problem. no problem no shout problem. out to there American you go. Airlines oh, yeah. there you go. uh the game was on I got to witness that horrendous loss in real time. Um, it would have been much better to just wake up after the flight and check and find out that
2: we had and lost. And not have to witness that yeah, utter demise. And there's nowhere to go. No, you're just stuck there. Yeah, no, you're, you're. I mean, I was working um, and mm. it was on. So I was just... Um, yeah, terrible life, terrible feelings. Yeah. Um, it was just a terrible way to end the year.
0: And means- Michigan, I felt, had the most pressure coming into this playoff because I, it, being... Being where they were in relevancy just four years ago to making the playoff last year, not having the greatest showing once they got in, but getting over the hurdle, beating Ohio State last year at home, getting into the playoff, it's like, okay, cool. We're there. We're there. And then this year... We beat Ohio State. We
2: beat Ohio State. Beat beat
0: them down in the shoe. Beat them down. And so morale was at an all-time high. We started the show screaming... After that victory. And this is, how, uh, this, is, this is how it ends the season. This is how it's just, it's gross. It's a terrible feeling. Um, I hate feeling this way. This is the one team that unites the four of us in here is Michigan. It's the only thing we all get to root for together. And now we just have to sit in the holiday season um, Feeling
2: depressed Like I was all ready for bowl season You know bowl Yes Bowl season's a fun time It really is You start off You get some good matchups Teams you don't usually see face each other
0: Middle of the day games During I, the work week
2: Best thing ever Yes it Really is When you have a legitimate game On in during the day Yes You can just turn it on It's nice background noise Or you can actually get mm-hmm. invested in some way Yeah but this was just a downer for me. It, like, really took it out of me because there's been some great bowl games after that, speaking of this U- uh, USC Tulane game yeah. that went down to the wire. Yeah. I didn't even get to watch because I didn't really care. Yeah. I was so over bowls. I was like, I don't want yeah. to witness uh, this is, ugh. Ugh. It was pathetic. So, and, and this is looking uh, – it's tough because, like I said, this relevancy of Michigan had really got – we're back. We were until the 31st when we just got pushed back down another, like, 10 years, it felt
1: like. That's what it felt like, yeah. Yes.
0: To TCU, to not a, a, a traditional college powerhouse, it's one thing if you go down to Alabama, Clemson, LSU, an SEC team, but it's TC freaking you. When was the last time they were relevant? When when Ladanian Tomlinson was there?
2: Like they, they did have one with the uh, their high power. They had their their you know their uh, the high powered offense like back. in want to say the early thirteens. Name a player on that I, team. I couldn't tell you. No. That's my point. There you go. Touché. <laughs> Touché. I won't. Why would I try? I was trying to give him some relevance. No, we should not have lost to TCU. There's
0: no. no, there's no excuse for what took place on New Year's Eve. It, it's a terrible way to end what was a pretty great year for me as a sports fan overall. Terrible way to end the year. I mean, everything. I was riding a pretty good wave there for a minute.
2: Well, for me, I guess it's par for the course. So yeah, yeah you you will to, have used been to used to the, the the just
0: devastation. Yeah. Um yeah.
2: Yeah, so I I was but again, I was used to the devastation, but I had my hopes set. They were made. They were already there. There weren't hopes anymore. They were living my dreams.
0: I was already wondering how how is Michigan going to match up against Georgia? I was
2: thinking the same thing too. Like are we going to get beat down again by Georgia that bad? Yeah. I really hope that wasn't the but case. But at least, but least we'll get to that. the championship. That's what I thought. Yeah. I I I we, yeah, I hated the fact that I Had that such a certainty and got completely. That was like one of the. I've never been more certain of something and been more wrong. Wow. That is a statement. Like, I honestly was like, dude, we're there. We're there. And then we just got. You're
0: saying there's no ex in your life that you're more certain of than you were
2: of this, Michigan? (laughs) Michigan.
0: (laughs) That's my intuition right
2: now. Listen. (laughs) Listen. Forever alone.
0: Uh, and this is why gambling's hard. This is why you. I'm not going to quit my day job anytime soon. And do it because no. I felt I. I'm with you, D. I thought this was a wrap. I thought I was so happy about this season. I I, I was just like, listen, we're going to make the championship no matter what happens. And yeah, it's just devastating. The only good thing that came from New Year's Eve is the fact that Ohio State's kicker um, blacked you. out, yes. um, and lost them that game after Ohio State Stormbacks C.J. Stroud is a Todd, dude, that guy is a baller, and um, yeah, the one good news is Ohio State doesn't get to put it in Big Blue's face that even though we beat them in the shoe, they ended up advancing further in the playoff. They...
2: I thought that was going to happen. When, uh, when, we yeah. lost, when we lost, I was talking to Rudy, who was placing bets, who was asking me, I was like, nah, man, Ohio State's going, I just feel it in the air, yep. they're going to do it, and then uh, and it started happening, and I was like, this is the worst feeling of my. This is this is going to be the worst day of my life. No, I mean, not really, but you know, in this day right now, it could not have gone that punches I was getting when I was down with Ohio State doing this miraculous comeback against this. What we were feeling was an unbeatable Georgia yes, team. Yes. And then again, like you said, thank you for that. Kicker. Thank God. Thank you for that kicker for just absolutely pushing that thing. Yeah. And um, and welcome to the transfer yes. portal. <laughs> <laughs> um, you are not allowed No longer allowed in Ohio I feel Yeah There's
0: not a single party He could get into um, At least for the next year
2: He's welcome to Michigan though Come to Michigan, any party there, not the actual school, because we actually need guys to make yeah, yeah, um, But you full to Yeah, yeah you full, full ride, full ride for sure. But you're not on the field, you're just, you know, welcome to Michigan University, have a proper degree.
0: 100%. Yeah, we would yeah. absolutely take him, just because- We should just, just give him an honorary
2: degree, I think. I think you should get an honorary degree Agreed. from Michigan. Agreed, yes.
0: yeah. Masters. Masters, yeah.
2: yeah. Give him a doctorate, hell. you know Why not? Doctorate and losing. Why not?
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what we do here in Ann Arbor. Uh well, all, right, well. all
2: right, well we've we dug our grave. Yeah. Uh, we mm. laid in it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hey your Packers won. Yeah, that was actually kind That's of a fun shot. Yeah, for mean, you. It was
1: it was nice. It was a great <clears throat> surprise. And to find out that I didn't realize if we'd won today and uh Washington lost now we control our destiny. Yep. All which, we got to do is beat did not the Lions. I didn't realize Ron Rivera didn't know that either. Yeah. Yeah. Which I thought <laughs> that was incredible. And, and he started
2: Carson Wentz. In that <clears throat>
1: which uh, sounds like I could probably coach the Washington uh, Commanders. Which here hurts because
2: uh, Ron Rivera has the best nickname ever. Riverboat, Riverboat Ron, Ron,
0: is, Ron is amazing. A,
2: and as a Carolina Panther fan, he has been. You know, he was great. I loved him. He was Papa Ron. But
1: you didn't know that. That's that's a tough look, Ron.
0: That's
1: yeah. And I don't look. like the excuse he made of I was or, I was putting. The thought process of the Vikings winning, and that's all I was focused on, is the next game, mm-hmm. and it's like got to have a little more wherewithal than that. Goes. Yeah,
0: yeah, and he 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 doubled down and said that he was irritated with the question because his mindset was on winning, um, and he wasn't going to entertain possibly losing, whatever. Okay, your mindset's
2: on winning, but you start Carson Wentz, that's not yeah that doesn't doesn't correlate. They that do not. That no, yeah. yeah, I don't I don't see how Carson Wentz starting correlates to you winning games. Yeah. It doesn't. I, it, it actually
0: never really has, no. except for that one MVP season.
2: That's like the flukiest of flukes, right there, right? That one season. Well, for that man, it, it granted. It, well,
0: what is more fluky, that Carson Wentz run or that Matt Castle run?
2: Honestly, it's got to be Carson Wentz because we always knew what Matt Castle was. He was just a career backup. But Carson Wentz came in there. He was a highly touted draft pick. Second overall, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. He had that amazing time. He had a couple of a, season, a couple of like throws. You're like, my goodness, this right. guy can do it. Yeah. And then he has just fallen off a cliff where it's just like this guy is a head case. I would be
0: curious to know, like, who is – who is on the Mount Rushmore in the Carson Wentz class of they had a year? They had a year. Right? Where Peyton
2: Hillis is on that one, too. I think Peyton Hillis. Sure, I'm talking QB, QB specific, okay. though. Okay. QB yeah.
0: specific. Because if we open it up, I mean, plenty of dudes did. I mean, Michael Thomas was thought by some to be the best wide receiver in the league. And then injuries and losing Drew Brees has, haven't helped his career since. Uh, and a suspension. But um, I digress. When it comes to QBs, because I feel like that's happened more than a few times when guys have had a year and you're like, this guy. Hell,
2: Tebow kind of had a year. Remember that second half of the season where he took the uh, Broncos? Like, granted, it wasn't him, but it was his team and he was leading that team and then he had that amazing throw against the Steelers in the playoffs in mile high that sent them
0: I Ooh. thought that was more of the uh, real God fearing folks talking about how great Tebow was because if you really looked at it, there was a game he went two for eight in that run, and they're just like he's just a winner, man. And it's like, yeah, well, he also has a really good defense and Demarius Thomas well, and really good players we around. Should him.
2: know by now not to question God. We just lost to him this past week. That's right. Okay? Never so question God. That's had God right. Yeah. yeah. Down, right?
0: They had Tebow. Tim Tebow had a year. That's yeah, he right. Had a year. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I want to. Let's. We got to put that out on the poll. Remind me to put that out on the poll. Who had a year? Who are the quarterbacks on the Mount Rushmore of having a year? Because I think there's a real good debate to be had there. I just can't do it off the top of my head, but I'm sure as we go through the show, if they come to, if they come to you guys, just blurt them out no matter where we are, no matter if Aaron's on the show, I don't care. If it comes to you, let me know.
1: Question, though, for the Matt Castle one. Are you talking about the uh, year with New England or the year with Kansas City?
0: I'm talking about the year that got him that Kansas City contract, so oh, the one okay. with right. New England.
2: Yeah. I mean, you could say not a year, but somebody had a game in Matt
1: Flynn. Matt Flynn had himself
2: a game that got him paid. He had a moment. He had a moment. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, one of the best backup quarterbacks of all time is Matt Flynn, in my opinion. I mean, he came in and he produced when he did come in. (laughs)
0: That's what What? she said. (laughs) First of all... uh And what are you talking about?
2: Matt Flynn is the greatest backup.
0: <laughs> Look up Matt Flynn stats right now, <laughs> we'll please, do. Statman Will do. I want build your case for us, please, okay, yeah. please, sir. I would like. I would really like this. Yeah. Uh, I want to hear your Matt Flynn take. Let's move on.
2: You were so passionate about
0: that. Yeah, like,
1: one you, of the like, greatest like a, backup quarterbacks like a, of all time.
2: I want you to have a Matt Flynn jersey in your in your uh, in your closet right now. Yes, I uh,
1: will, uh, unfortunately I do not, okay. but. Uh, I, I will wh- get one.
2: Let me see. What's? It doesn't look very long. That's not a very good backup. Backups long, are usually known for having a long career of backing up. Let's just let's just start with they something simple. Him.
0: Let's do a counting record, which doesn't right. even have much to do with the quarterback himself. So, but just what about his four. starting career? What was he as a starter? He was
1: a starter uh, three and four, just a starter. But again, three and four, so losing
0: record. Okay, yes, losing we're off record. to a good start. Touchdown interception ratio. You want to give us another counting stat that could help us? Yeah, or? it's a seventeen
1: to eleven. Okay, yeah.
2: That's his entire career?
1: Yeah, okay. his entire career. All right. All right. And do you want anything else? Yardage? Just Is... for you to redact that
2: ridiculous statement yeah, you made? Yeah, mainly <laughs> that. Like I was. I don't know
1: how far down the line of stats
0: or if we need to get to some advanced metrics for you to just say, hey, guys, bad take.
1: I'll admit it, bad take. <laughs> All <laughs> right, let's move on. Never admit it, Because that was take. really going to... Never gonna, admit it, Brad.
0: <laughs> that was going to sidetrack the show <laughs> for a good 15 more minutes. <laughs> but
1: after what I just saw... I just remember on Green Bay and actually coming in and producing when he did. Because he had a moment. He had a moment. <laughs> <He did. laughs> he did. moment it wasn't doctor. just one, but like he was in at the end of games or even even when Rodgers went out and he kept the game going for them to have a chance to win. It wasn't shown as a, like him getting the victory, but got him the chance to actually get the win in Green Bay. But I digress. Now. I appreciate the passion, but my gosh, it is stupidly placed.
0: Yes, also, uh, let me remind you. 3-4 as a career starter. He started and 11. Seven, 7 games. So his greatest backup QB of all time started a total of 7 games. I'm pretty sure Teddy Bridgewater dwarfs those numbers, but that's okay. We'll just... We, we digress again. He has admitted wrongdoing, which you should never do on the show. I thought you would know better by now, Brad. You double down. That's what we do. But again, I mean, hey, bigger man than us. I was, I
2: was, saying, I was else. About to say, I, was about to, I had a list of backup QBs I was willing to throw in your face, but apparently... You you know, I don't have to anymore
0: Matt I'd
1: like Moore, to hear him now Matt
2: Moore, Chad Henney Teddy Bridgewater uh, that guy from Missouri that
1: has always I mean you could up. also consider uh Tom Brady <laughs> a backup quarterback if you really want to think about no, it like that because no. okay. stop reaching Brad
0: that's not that's the most ridiculous statement I've ever heard was a backup yeah oh uh, yeah, yeah. If you, have, if you backed up more games than you've started, you are a backup quarterback. I think it's pretty clear-cut there, bud. Um, let's, uh, let's keep it moving. Um, the Vikings are fraudulent. It seems like everyone's like the general consensus of the public is people are mad at them for some reason uh, for being fraudulent, and I think that's
2: hilarious. It is a tough, uh, tough place to be for Minnesota fans right now because you have such an amazing record. And your team has put on a great show for you this entire year, winning all these great close games. Yet no one has any faith in them whatsoever. Yeah, and, well, and, and, I think it's pretty simple. It's Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins mixed with Minnesota. It's like Minnesota, the Vikings, unfortunately, just they are not meant to win. Yeah, they are, they
0: are, um, they're doomed. They are as close to the Atlanta Falcons as one could be without being the actual Atlanta Falcons. Um, Multiple times they've had a chance to go to the Super Bowl or a chance to really do something and it's a missed kick
2: here. I think so many of us are just hanging on to the Vikings of Randy Moss Dante Culpepper, mm. those days, when that was a great Vikings team oh, to watch so right much there. fun. But they haven't been anything fun like that really since, you know?
0: Robert Smith, Chris Carter, those were good that times. Was great, that was a that great was a good team right there. Yeah, Randall Cunningham before Dante Culpepper at the end when people thought Randall Cunningham was washed and all they had to do was give him Randy Moss on the other side of CeCe, and it just was unreal for like two years. That's got to
2: be the best wide receiver combo ever, right? Randy Moss and Chris Carter.
0: Yeah, Randy did play alongside Jerry Rice, though, but it was a more washed version of Jerry Rice than it was a washed version of Chris Carter, I want to say. I could be wrong about that.
2: I'm trying to think. When is, is this when he was in the Raiders? Oakland, oh, yeah. Okay. But yeah.
0: he also was never really Randy Randy there. No, he was He seemed pretty uninterested. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, peak Randy was something unbelievable. That one stat line was like three catches, 159 yards, three, three touchdowns. That
2: Thanksgiving Day goes <laughs> yeah. unmatched. Oh, unmatched. man. Oh, uh, yeah, Vikings, we got we hate you. We, yeah, we're sorry. But I think just the sports gamblers always hate them, too. That's really what it is. Probably. That's what it comes Everyone's down lost to so much money against them. Right.
0: Uh, we had a classic battle of quarterbacks. The long awaited um, breakdown of Brock Purdy and Jarrett Stidham. Uh, Jarrett Stidham came to ball yesterday, man.
2: This is uh, also a memorial for Derek Carr. Uh, we need to. Yeah, it's he, done. He, he's, right, he's buried right now. Yeah, they're.
0: If we had the "You're Dead to Me" segment, I think Derek Carr would be on the top of everyone's yeah. list.
2: And do it, you feel bad for him? I do because he shares my name, and he's a Derek, so he brings down Derek's with that. With mm, what he's didn't doing. Didn't think about so that. Bad, bad look for the Derek's um, We don't want. And spells anymore. it the same, right? Yeah, he does. Which yeah, is that's even tough. worse. If he spelled it different, that'd be a little bit easier to ostracize yeah. him and excommunicate him from the Derricks. But no, he's he's in there, locked tight. But um, we don't like anymore. Uh, you anymore. Mm. You lost it. Yeah. And it sucks. Yeah. Um, also, sucks for Derek Carr, too. Like, he's, I, I got to feel slightly for him because that's got to, your team has just let you go. Like, don't even worry about coming to the game. Get your head right, quote unquote. More like, we don't want to see your face again. And you get to see that happen. He, I'm, he, had, he couldn't be watching, right? He wasn't watching.
0: He, he, I feel like he had to be watching. You think he was watching?
2: Yeah. He probably started watching. And he's like, just for him to be bad, when he started being good, he's like, all right, I'm turning off. Once he started <sighs> realizing, like, ooh, this guy can throw. Cause like,
0: yeah, I don't know, man. That's the, That would be tough to watch, man. I, but some people are voyeurs, you yeah. know? Some people are cucks. That's out there. That's a thing.
2: I think People I are think, into that. I was saying, people I are th- into that. I'm pretty sure we could probably put Derek Carr as a, uh, as a cuck. I'm dude. just saying I, it. it's, it's <laughs> paramount to what I'm talking about, no, is it, it not?
0: It is. It's just... Watching someone play well in your position yes. on your team, knowing you're being replaced, is kind of like watching someone sleep with your wife all I'm saying.
2: Now, did he enjoy it? That's the real question. That, yeah. Yeah. As, did he so, enjoy it? That is the real question. I feel like
1: at that point, it's not do that he, Do you think he prayed
2: for Jared Stidham before his start? Mm. You think Jared
1: Carr went and made
2: a prayer and got God on Jared Stidham's side? I feel like he's the type of guy that would. Right? Yeah. I feel like he would. So I think... I think he is someone who enjoys watching somebody. Mm. I feel like
0: that's pretty impressive that your cynical mind would believe that some another human being is capable of praying for someone in that position. Well, I just look
2: at Derek Carr and the amount of tears he shed, and just think the guy has got so much sense in him. He's going to do something like that. Mm, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like yeah, he probably went in, took a little kneel in the in the pews, and made a little uh, a little, little prayer, little prayer for the man. Mm. Say Father a little prayer art, for you. Our Father who art in heaven.
0: All right, well, uh, yeah, so we feel bad for Derek Carr seems to be the consensus. Uh, how much money has he made in his career? Would you mind looking yeah. that up for me? Um, I mean, but, once
2: you say that number, I'm no longer going to feel bad for him. Right, right. It, oh, I, absolutely.
0: I just am curious. Yeah. Um,
2: but right now, still slightly bad. Slightly bad.
0: Any concern? I would love to ask Rudy this question, but any concern from you as a non-Niners fan, if you are just a gambling public? About the way Jarrett um, Stidham kind of tore apart that Niners defense yesterday? It was a little questioning
2: because everyone went into this game thinking that Oakland had zero chance. They're starting it in a guy who's never started Vegas. a game before. Vegas, I'm sorry. Um, I do it all the time. It's, it, you can't replace them, okay? They're not Vegas. It's, I know it is, but they're not. Like, everyone knows. Either way, um, everyone going into thinking that this game was over, this was San Francisco's all the way because of that defense— and he does that against them. It, impressive beyond belief. You got to give Jared Sidham his credit because the man played with balls. The guy went out there lit up this defense that no one has been able to do it before. And it wasn't just that; their running game looked good too. Yeah. And Josh Jacobs had his t- self a time. I think there probably was a sense of the Niners thinking that this was a game they could kind of gloss over, kind of just a step I, over game.
0: I agree. And there's no film on Jared Sidham so I think yeah. those two. Those two things—you've already wrapped up the division. You had the emotional win in um, in in Seattle Seattle just a couple weeks ago. You know you're in the running, but like, and you want the one seed or the two seed. You really need—you want that buy.
2: Yeah, but that there—it's hard to fake desperation. And the thing is that you can always hang your hat on—they did look bad. They still won though. Yeah. You know, they still won, they still did what they had to do to actually get the dub, and that's ultimately that all that mattered. Did mm-hmm. they look suspect? And I think we are Justin, it, it's it's hard to stay mentally locked in every single week, especially when you know you've already got a foothold in the playoffs. Your body doesn't want to take all the beatings it doesn't have to. So you're like, Okay, right. I can yeah. just look at this Las Vegas squad and, and they're pathetic. Also with Derek Carr leading them unfortunately.
0: Um career backups that were better than Matt Flynn, Doug Flutie.
1: Doug Flutie was a backup. Yes. Didn't realize that. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well.
0: <laughs> I'll go to so, a recent one. Nick Foles.
1: I, I mean, I feel like he started more games, though, than he's actually backed yeah, up. Yeah, because he was backing up the guy who fell down. Yeah. <laughs> so... That's what a backup does. The starter can play. The backup then, comes in. But since then, he's been a starter more than he's backed up. I
0: don't think no, that's don't, true. No. No? no? He, he's been yeah. backing up a lot lately. And he this has, is kind of your job, Statman <laughs> man, Brad, is to look up these stats and verify them. <laughs> it's just got him.
1: brought up to me. And I'm saying I don't think that's true. By the way, Derek Carr, $252 million. Okay. Dollars yeah. yeah. Don't career. feel
0: bad don't anymore. Or <laughs> Billy? Yeah.
2: Ooh, okay. All right, Derek Carr, you're doing okay. You might be okay in the Derricks again. We might let you back in.
0: Josh McCown
2: done isn't he a Harvard guy no that's
0: no that was uh Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick
2: yeah
0: um, just just to throw this out there real quick um and the Niners shout out to the Niners they're looking great man this has been really fun Also,
2: Fitzpatrick better backup
0: yeah But well, I think he was he started more games than, than he backed up I well I think he
2: started because Jameis Winston went down and he was
1: but he also went to Miami and Tampa and that's started right. up right. down yeah, there fine. all right all right he played for every team in, in the, the AFC
0: East. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty impressive.
1: And he, impressive. Think, was and he, he played
0: a well. He was a backup at some point everywhere he went.
2: So I think we can say he's a backup. Yeah. I, think I, I think would do. take
0: Fitzpatrick yeah. over Matt Flynn's three and four record. Uh,
2: <laughs> let's. Uh, I'll take Matt. I'll uh, take Fitzpatrick's chest hair <laughs> over Matt Flynn.
0: Um, gambling's tough. Sports gambling's really tough. This weekend, uh, seven dogs covered, seven of the 14 games, so 15% of the games the underdog covered. So um, just, just wanted to throw that out there for my gambling friends out there. Gambling's really tough, and those of you that are good at it, shouts to you, because I am not. Uh, let's move on and not talk about my financial woes. Let's talk about um, something you're very passionate about, and that's the world of soccer. And now, it's time we take a deep dive into the world of soccer, with a man responsible for such flashes of brilliance as...
2: 39 was last year, and he could barely, like, right. throw a ball out at a barnside. Um.
0: It's time for Derek Izumaki's Foot in Mouth.
1: Oh,
2: yeah. Football. The World Cup hangover its over now. The thing is back and it's back with full force right now. Premier League happened. Boxing Day was a full force as it unleashed the pent up energy of English football that has yet to be expelled. A lot of backup in there. So they, they came out furious and right now they got some games to make up. So we're getting games pretty much every single day for the next few weeks. So enjoy it while you got it boys. Can enjoy I jump in real quick?
0: Yes. Can I jump in real quick? I'm so sorry. Um you know what grinds my gears? That we don't celebrate Boxing Day here. It's awesome. Everything shuts down, you get a Christmas part two, and then you get in Barbados you get an observance of said Boxing Day. So you get a full day of football and you don't have to
1: go to work. It's awesome. Isn't Boxing Day just packing up your Christmas stuff?
0: Not at all. No.
1: Oh. Step Man Brad. It's a shopping type of holiday.
2: Well, oh. It was th- like beforehand, right?
0: It was essentially yeah. for the um, for the serving class yes. of the elite. After Christmas, they then got to take a break, and they would also get gifts from you know the their elite. the elite, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, interesting. I did not realize that. I thought it was just a day of putting all your stuff away. No, nope. no. Nope. Oh. All right, <laughs> like boxing. You meant like
2: moving. boxing it a up? Boxing it up.
1: Boxes up right Jesus. now. You boxed up your Christmas You never
0: thought to just give it a quick Google search? You just <laughs> were like, hey, I'm just going to be ignorant on this topic.
1: No, I heard somebody s- say it, and it sounded logical, so I just went with it. Fair you. enough. I think that's how most of us <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so operate. You know what? I
2: take it back, Brad. Yeah,
1: my bad. I feel like was a logical Yeah, statement. no, no, like, right, that's, cool, that's fine. fine. That's fine. Right. I take it
0: back. Um, uh,
2: Derek, proceed. I'm sorry. So, yes, yeah, so as we said, we have a Frost and Furious Boxing Day. Football is in full effect. It's beautiful. It is beautiful, And just primarily looking at the Premier League right now, my goodness, mm, we have mm, ourselves mm. some great things happening right now. Um, if you are a Liverpool fan, you had a tough one today. <laughs> tough one today, <laughs> you lost to Brentford, 3-1, Woo! <laughs> In disgusting uniforms as Drew and I ever Oh, does. God! What are these greens oh, <laughs> rocking right now? Get them out of here. Especially all green. It's too much green. Too much green. Maybe have black shorts or something. Something like that. Too much green. Too much green. Vile. Vile to look at. It. literally looks like vile. It literally does. No. Somebody puked up vile right there.
0: I think the word you're looking for is bile. Bile. That's what I meant to
2: say. Bile. It's (laughs) bile looking like bile. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, Liverpool, you're dropping major points right now, Mm. and that's big because there are teams all over the place that are not dropping the points needed. Looking at you, Man United, you have yourself some big points gained. Arsenal as well. You are getting yourself Mm. clear of the top right now. Arsenal, top of the table with a seven-point lead over second-place Man City. And I gotta give a shout out to Man City because they drew against my boy's Everton. Let's go, you Toffees! A big point for us, Toffees, right now as we went into the Etihad and took a one-one game. Ha! Suck it, Man City. You're not all that good. Yes, Holland is still brilliant and he is still <laughs> scoring goals beyond belief. That man is gonna break records. Let it be known, he will be the Premier League record holder for goals in a season. But not when you're facing Everton, boy. We're taking it to you. One point, maybe we'll take it keep ourselves stabbing off relegation right now. That's what we're trying to do. As the world continues to burn, the big teams that you want to be watching. out. if you want to jump on a team that's not one of those major ones you know about, Newcastle United is your team right now. My yeah. goodness! They are putting on a show right now, a team that got a lot of money influx from the good old Saudis. But what they're doing right now is nothing short of miraculous. They are producing some brilliant football out there. Miguel Amarone, what are you doing? No one even knew about you until this year. Beautiful stuff to look at. Now, I digress on this new Newcastle team right now because I want to take a little sidestep talking Saudis. We go into that Saudi league right now, al nasser If you haven't been living under a rock, you know the name Cristiano Ronaldo. And if you haven't heard, the man signed a massive, massive deal to join the Saudi league at the al nasser team. Now, he's going to be receiving a reported 75 mil a year. What? With the possibility of making it 200 million mil a year based on certain things that happen. Boy. Based on your sales, goals, blah, 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 all these other things, stipulations. But there is one fantastic stipulation that is in Cristiano's contract that just makes it as Cristiano as possible. This Newcastle team, where they're sitting, third place, puts them in the Champions League for next year. That's huge. Huge. Now Cristiano Ronaldo is desperate for Champions League glory. Loves himself Champions League glory. So, if Newcastle United is able to keep themselves in that top four spots for next year, good old Cristiano Ronaldo will be loaned out to Newcastle United because they're owned by the same people. So, Cristiano Ronaldo might find his way back into the Premier League next year. That's crazy. If Newcastle United makes their way into the Champions League. So, that's as Cristiano as it gets. The man needs the glory, he wants the money. But my goodness, does he love the Adelaidean. So, Cristiano, have fun in Saudi Arabia. Interesting to see how it does. He did, I mean, he brings, wherever he goes, he brings a force with him. The CR7 crowd is one that is, they're unwavering. Even though they should, because he's not as good as Messi. Hmm. That's been said. I'll say it again. He is not as good as Messi. Messi is living the life right now. He still has yet to rejoin PSG. He's still living in the limelight of Being the world hero for Argentina. That being said, Mbappe is back at work. He's doing things as well. Now, if he can get this PSG squad, Mbappe and Messi, into that Champions League win, that solidifies it completely. Leo Messi would have the greatest career ever, possible ending right there with this PSG squad if he gets a Champions League title as well. Just a nice little cherry on top. So, just a little more to rub it into Cristiano's face as he's desperate for any type of accolation. He's joining Saudi Arabia with some hopes. Of coming back to the Premier League with Newcastle United for just Champions League glory. Interesting. Great little storyline to watch out for. And especially for a young a team like Newcastle United that's used to prominence in the Premier League. Has been in their dumpsters for quite some times. But they are living large right now. So jump on that bandwagon, y'all. It'll be fun to watch. Premier League, though. It's alive and well. Enjoy it while we have it, boys. Because it's delicious. We got a good one tomorrow. Tomorrow's a big day. A lot of games going on. Eleven forty five. We got Arsenal, Newcastle, Everton, Brighton, Leicester, Fulham, and Man United, Bournemouth. It's a full day right there. Woo! Can't wait for tomorrow. That's foot and mouth, y'all.
0: Very nice. Uh yeah, that's good to have um the Premier League back for sure. It'd be great if Liverpool could uh figure it out a little bit, but it is what it is. Uh, all right. Let's uh let's let's chill it out for a minute. It's it's been it's been a while. It's been a long day. This is FM 90.1 KZFR Chico. People-powered community radio for the Sacramento Valley, the Foothills and beyond. You're tuned in to Talking About Practice. Chico's only locally produced sports talk radio show, the world's greatest sports talk radio show, Jiro Derek... Stepman Brad all in the building want to give a shout out to our friends over at Paradise Community Guilds fostering community by nurturing creativity practicing stewardship of nature and promoting values of sustainability Paradise Community Guilds invites all people of goodwill and community spirit to help us carry out that intent to get involved visit paradiseguilds.org also on Facebook at 762-1490 alright Shout out to the Paradise Guilds, shout out to Chico Velo, but I've had no idea what's happening in the world. Zero, none. Been paying attention to no news. Uh, It was cool to come back and realize that um, the world's still spinning. Everything over here uh, stateside is still good, as far as I could tell.
2: I see, if the world stopped spinning, we'd know instantaneously. I'm pretty sure we'd all be dead. Yeah, I think so. I think there'd just be so much force. Cause like we're all
0: used. Like to if it, it just hit the brakes, yeah, like so. <laughs> We'd all go flying at twenty four thousand miles per <laughs> yeah, hour. That exactly. would be yeah. pretty yeah. intense.
1: Yeah. Pretty intense. I think everyone would evaporate at that point. I think so. You I know don't what? know that that's accurate. Well, if you're going twenty somewhat thousand miles an I hour, mean, you're gonna hit some type of wall. Yeah,
0: and then you're you gonna to explode. Yeah. 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 Okay.
1: Well, also not just that, but it's like the like the max speed a human can take. Is like over terminal velocity, yeah. Or right? terminal velocity yeah. is 450, 450 miles an hour. Before so just we, just okay. falling straight down, terminal velocity is 450.
2: Well, and you're, not, you're
1: gonna evaporate at that point. Well, this is
2: that's that's just gravity working on you. I think this yes. takes out of the case when the earth stops spitting on space, yeah. That's well over 450 yeah. miles an hour.
0: Uh, Intriguing conversation. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on. Yeah. Let's get to the news
3: when news breaks in the tri state area or the world.
0: Breaking news! Breaking news! Derek Isamaki has breaking news.
2: <laughs> that is right, y'all. Time for the news. Now we got a lot to get to, so I'm gonna keep it short because this is a, this is a doozy of a story right now. Now we head over to the land down under, Alabama. <laughs> Where, <laughs> sorry for messing that joke up. <laughs> now we take you over to the house of Luke and Hillary Gardner, who are having themselves a baby. Now this baby, born on December eighteenth. Now that might be an innocuous date for most of us, but for the Gardners, that's their birthday. Both of their birthdays on the exact same day so both parents and baby now share the exact same birth that's wild december 18th were they trying for that i don't believe so huh Doesn't sound like they were trying to it just kind of happened that way
0: no one gets their own day no one does
2: <laughs> no one does now the great thing about this <laughs> I wanted to make the joke because it's in Alabama. Want to say they're twins? <laughs>
3: uh, <laughs> I was trying to do it, but
2: uh, I flumbered uh, over that. Ah, man, uh, man yeah. that was set up. That, would have been cool. a, that could have been there, but yes, it is a very rarest of occasions. They are saying specifically one in one hundred and thirty thousand is possible of happening. Your same birthday as your parents. Now double it up when you have both your parents have the exact same birthday. Can you find somebody else? actually probably not that's a, that's a, you, you can't choose that you fall in love with who cares what your birthday is but still your baby having your same day that's actually la- nice for me I would like that because that's nothing less I have to remember because I for myself have problems remembering, remembering birthdays dates. Yes. yes I yeah. have a lot of people in my family and they all have different dates except for two of them which I like because they have the same birthday shouts to twins You know, <laughs> two for one right there that's a, that's a two for one special I like that's a bogo right it's a good bogo uh, either way Shane's birthday, December eighteenth. That's a big day in that family. I gotta feel like they gotta go hard, you know. Like if you are all, I think three they
0: your did, and that's how it is <laughs> Yes, <laughs> that's there we go. How we got here? That's
2: where we're at. Either way, December eighteenth is gonna be a big day in the Gardner family. I feel like you gotta really make it, like ham it up, you know. If it's all three of your birthday, you might as well, yeah, yeah, you know, go for it. Make it all about you. Not really, because and just
0: a week before Christmas, that's kind of tough.
2: December birthdays are rough. I got a yeah. feel. If you're a December birthday, I feel for you.
0: A lot of folks will celebrate their half birthdays, which I get. I can understand that. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Especially if you actually are on like the 25th, like actually yeah. Christmas. That's rough. That's a tough one. Because Christ was born that day, and you can't be God. We already determined that. That's the news. <laughs> all right. You wouldn't happen to have
0: Aaron on the line, would you? No. <laughs> cool.
1: Cool. <laughs> I was looking up at how fast or how fast a human has to go to disintegrate.
0: Oh, good. That, that was. I'm was glad you were up. working you diligently I was, on that because that an was. Answer? Do you have an answer for us?
1: Yeah. No.
0: no.
2: <laughs> oh, <you> good. <laughs>
0: That's great. That's great. Would you mind
2: calling Aaron? I can. And, do you need? A, I got a backup story if need be. Yes, right please. Just, yeah, okay. Honestly, all right. one, for it. One and all be fine. Save back the show, Derek. Backup story right now. Backup story. Okay, so. <laughs> This is a story that I wanted to do because it's got the morbidity that I love, but I wasn't going to do that to you guys. I didn't want to start the year that way, but why would I try to change? Morbidity is where we're at. So, Well, <clears throat>
0: luckily for us, we have
2: Stop me and Brad. Yes. Thank you <laughs> for that. So once again, we venture down to the land down under in Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> Double Alabama times for you right now. Talk about a BOGO. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Two for one yes. Bama stories. Two for one Bama stories right now. That's what I do here on the news. Where... It's a sad day because over at an airport, a baggage handler at the Alabama airport got himself <clears throat> sucked into the jet engine and spit mm. out. It didn't survive it, unfortunately. That's terminal velocity right there.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> If
2: you're out on an airport, y'all, with a plane nearby, careful not to get sucked (laughs) (laughs) into a jet engine. (laughs) Because you'll find out the hard way. (laughs) That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. um, I'm, I hate that we have to make such a mockery of a man's death right now. But no, You don't. Do, don't. You know do not. not. Yeah. <laughs> that's, no, that's that's unfortunate what we do here, or I do here. He gone. Uh, he gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Lord. Uh, so, okay. And, uh, this was <laughs> an American Airlines plane, too, which makes it all the better right now. Again, shout out to American Airlines. <laughs> Call back from earlier in the show. <laughs> they are having themselves a show today. Oh, man. Uh, Quite The year for American Airlines, all right. That's the news, y'all. <laughs> Thank you the news.
0: Sir. Uh, let's get some intro <laughs> music. Whoa, whoa. What? Uh, I-, I think Aaron's here already.
3: <laughs> Aaron, hello, <laughs> he, dog, he likes to lick the couch for some reason.
0: <laughs> that is a thing about dogs and couches, they do enjoy licking a couch.
2: I, I
3: think it's ah, the uh, so the sweat annoying. that accretes
2: from our butt, they like that, you know. The, you know?
0: I don't. I don't know what it is. I just know that dogs really enjoy.
2: My dog in particular loves licking the couch. Yeah, yeah I learned. Uh, I've known that many times. There are definitely some spots mm. on there. They're that like, mm, that's that's no. all gooch right there. Good.
1: Is it possibly because we have that our smell on the couch and they like licking us? They like licking the couch. Maybe. Thanks for posing
0: more questions than you're answering, Statman Brad. I, just,
1: I feel like that's <laughs> a, that's the that's the answer right there.
0: I feel like again. <laughs> Kind but of the role doesn't
3: lick me. <laughs> he just licks the couch.
0: Oh, Ooh.
1: maybe the couch tastes better. I don't know.
0: Okay, again with your hypothetical questions and open-ended um, questions that lead nowhere. All
1: right, let's keep it
0: moving. All right,
2: Aaron. Welcome Same back look,
0: to the show, Aaron. It's been a while. Uh, it's been two weeks exactly, actually. Um, it, but what has been a while is a good old-fashioned hockey update. Fuck yeah! So we had the winter classic when we haven't talked about hockey on the show in probably about a month. So uh, give us give us the juice. Give us everything we need to know about this hockey season that we haven't been paying attention to.
3: Yeah, it was the the winter classic. And I was like, guys, I'm going to do a deep dive. I'm going to figure out why their winter classic started. It's going to be this great story. As it turns out, it was literally just to fill time on the television. So not a great story. Sorry about that. Um, however, the first Winter Classic ever happened in Buffalo. And since nothing ever good happens in Buffalo, they made it a thing. So we appreciate the city of Buffalo. They made it a thing. This year it was at Fenway Park. So it was obviously Boston playing. Uh, they played the Pittsburgh Penguins. They uh, The winter classic is great, right? Because they just do all these antics. And so the Bruins show up in the vintage Red Sox jerseys. Both of the teams wear throwback jerseys. It's just a lot of fun to watch. Um, Also, you hope for the wild winter, right? Like, it's just more fun to hear minus five versus 50. Unfortunately, it was 50, so it was really nice weather for them Mm -hmm. and Fenway. Uh, And the Bruins ended up winning. The Bruins are also currently unbeaten at home. Um, and they continue to be unbeaten at home. Um, the rest of the hockey, yeah, we're, we're almost halfway through. Colorado's not doing great. They're having kind of that sophomore slump after they won the Stanley Cup. Um, they're 10 points back in the Central Division. But don't worry, the Sharks are currently third-worst record in the league, guys. Whoop, whoop, That's whoop. impressive. Very <laughs> impressive.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. Um, To the Winter Classic, I really wish other sports would adopt this idea more often. Like, we get that game every year in college basketball where it's on the... On the boat? On the... Yeah. On on the aircraft carrier. So fun. And I really think more sports should adopt the idea, especially around a holiday or, you know, something like that where you... It's
3: literally d- just to fill time on the television, but it's great. And you it looks it. really
0: cool. Like, when they so did fun. the Fill the Dreams, the, you know, last couple of years mm-hmm. and Major League Baseball, it's just, it's something unique. It's something different. And it does draw an audience because it does look so different and it does break the normal pattern of said sport. So I think it does reach across and grab more of your casual sports viewers. So I just wish we had more of that cuz you could easily adopt this in the NBA or in NFL like
2: do you think easily. The NBA, yeah. The NBA would be willing to do like a black top night out like a not rucker a blacktop but you could
0: take you could take the court to like a rucker park yeah and put like you know hardwood floors and make it small and intimate and that'd be really dope you know um there's a million different ways you could do it there's a lot of yeah i just uh, it, it would be really cool if more teams would do more sports leagues would do this but i digress uh the sharks suck i just was trying to get away from your point there aaron
3: <laughs> yeah Uh, Another great hockey story. Uh, I'm sure everyone heard this or at least saw this picture, right? So the Montreal Canadiens do this thing where they host a mom's trip, which is so precious. They bring their moms on the road with them. Um, The Canadians decided to bring their moms to play the Capitals in Washington, D.C. They proceeded to get their butts handed to them. Ovechkin scores a hat trick. The Canadians' moms run into him like backstage in the locker room and take a picture with him. He obliges. It's great. It's just, you gotta love hockey.
0: Puck. Yeah. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> um, so Aaron, can you stick around for a few minutes? We have a bunch of questions that I've neglected to get to, and we would love your perspective. Does that work? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, The first one comes in titled, Should I Give Up All My Dreams? Hello, friends. I agree with the listener from the other week. Please bring back your dead to me. Um, And we'll talk about that. We're not going to have a production meeting right now. Um, He goes on to say, or she, goes on to say that they kind of know us, that they were a frequent... uh, Um, guest of Bella's back in the day. Hey, right on. Shouts. Shouts to them. Anyway, I've been debating whether or not to give up on my dreams of being a writer here in Hollywood. I moved down to LA in 2018 to pursue my dream of being a comedy writer. With With 2022 coming to an end, it has been a real reality check for me. Being down here for four years now, I do not feel much closer to accomplishing my dream. I have had some small opportunities working with a small theater group and I have even had the chance to work on a commercial, but I haven't had much work lately. I work several jobs to pay the bills, including a food delivery service and work part-time as a server at a fine dining restaurant, but I do not feel satisfied even though I make decent money between the two jobs. The main issue is that it's taking much longer than I thought it would to find opportunities and build a network. I have a couple of friends down here, and I'm starting to really miss living in Chico, where I have a much bigger network and a lot more friends. My lease is finished at the end of March, and I told myself that if i don't land a full-time writing position by then. I would move home, but I worry that I may give up all my dream right before my big break. Should I re-sign my lease and try for one more year, or is it more reasonable to change my plans and move home? If I move home, I feel like I would be a failure in this point this move was totally pointless love the show keep up the good work keep pissing people off i didn't know that we were still pissing people off aside from them being like what are these idiots talking about but uh that's neither here nor there so um should this person give up on their dreams
3: Aaron, i'm gonna say, be Aaron? the adult here yeah it just nah give it up dude um <laughs> Derek and I are from L.A. We can just tell you as normal people who live there, I, you know, you meet the people who are like, I'm trying to make it big. And all you do is roll your eyes. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think that you should think of it as a failure. You tried. Like, it's really hard to break it in Hollywood. Um, Think of it as an amazing experience you got to have. You stuck it out through COVID. Like, yeah. that's impressive. Right. Very impressive. And there's nothing wrong with being an adult and going, hey, you know what? I'm going to do the smart thing and pivot. If you ask my brother Derek, he hasn't quite reached that yet, but I think <laughs> we're coming soon to the pivoting, to the adult job. And there's nothing wrong with that.
0: You know, I think I would go the other way. I would say that I understand what you're saying. One, we don't have this person's age. Um, So I think that does play into it. But I think instead of necessarily, I do agree with you on shifting your perspective from failure, because I think if this is something you really enjoy doing, then maybe shift your perspective on what that looks like. Like, yeah, maybe you don't, quit your day job and become a full-time comedic writer. But if you enjoy the process, are there is there other avenues you could go into that can still flex that like creativity, right? And you could still use it and maybe get you, you know you get caught on that catches on somewhere. But I would also want to ask what are you doing to build a network, right? Like what it sounds like you haven't got many opportunities i would be curious to know more about like what does that look like
2: i mean it is interesting you're saying a comedy writer i'm, I'm wondering um you know, what is that goes into that what are you doing exactly to establish that network is it something like you go to comedy clubs or, like meet other comedians is that are you kind of considered a comedian do you not like going on stage i know it's different writing comedy and performing it yeah but this people who perform comedy still write their own comedy so there is that connection in there so i would say i don't know are you are you going out in there because you know, as someone who did a at <laughs> a brief little stint in the stand-up comedy world, there are tons of places out there. They have tons of open mics. You yeah, you meet tons of people out there. I met many of people out there. Um, I just don't do that any. You know, didn't yeah, hold on to it. But I did it. You know, so I want to know like what is your process? You said maybe that that March time is a nice little time to really get your nose to the grindstone and see if you can find something. But I'm with everybody too. Don't view it as a failure. Every experience is something you learn from. You know, no and, doubt, and learn from it. When well, you
0: tried, so so above all else most people will kill your dreams because they are projecting their own fears right like they'll tell you you can't make it but what they're really saying is i can't make it i can never do it it would never happen for me so i think the fact that you are trying is awesome so it's not a failure um and yeah if you feel like you would be overall happier and that's what is most important to you versus your career being back in chico then yeah move back to chico (laughs) I think that's pretty easy it's a lot cheaper yeah, it's a lot cheaper. And you, there's, there are other avenues with social media to get your content out there. 100%. So. You don't have to be in L.A. anymore. I believe, That's correct. You know? All right, let's, uh, let's move on because we are running short on time. Uh, I think this one is a good one for all of us. Uh, it's titled, My Friend is Too Good at Golf. Hey, boys and Aaron, quick question for y'all. I have a group with six core friends, and every year we do an annual golfing trip. Most of us kind of suck at golf and shoot in the 90s to low 100s. I think we can relate here. But one of our friends is usually in the 70s. This wouldn't be a problem except for the fact that he is a total golf hardo. Yeah. He doesn't allow for breakfast balls, for fluffing your shots. He is a play-it-as-it-lies guy, which kind of sucks the fun out of out of playing golf together when we play we usually play for around 100 bucks a piece uh for the round so it isn't a ton of money but he takes the game very seriously we haven't addressed it beyond passing comments like you're being a golf nazi (laughs) so uh we have a trip come coming up in late spring and we have started a side group chat to discuss how we want to deal with our golf hardo friend any advice would be great thanks guys again aaron will will default to you because you're the smartest of us
3: uh, yeah. I mean, you've kind of all just got to override him. You know what I mean? He obviously is desperate for that hundred dollars, which is a little bit sad, I yeah. think. Um, but yeah, you've all just kind of got to stand firm. I think and just say, Hey man, you know, everyone gets the mulligan, every hole or something like that. If that's what you've got to do to make it fun for all of you. Cause yeah, I mean, it's not fun if you don't, if it's not fun, you know, it's so, yeah, I'm sure if he's that was good so at
2: golf, so, <laughs> it's not fun, it's not fun, it's so <laughs> so Aaron. you know what I'm saying, like, yeah. no, 100%. like you know, if
3: you need a mulligan every hole to make it a good time, then like, let that be the deal. I'm sure he plays plenty of other good golf, you know, he doesn't need to play against these guys to feel good about himself.
0: Yeah, Um, I think I think it's pretty easy. Just let them know. Hey, we suck and we don't take this game nearly as serious as you do. So why don't you chill it out and we're going to establish some team golf. Right. And then we're going and establish it on the front end. You get one breakfast ball on the front nine, one on the back
2: or whatever it is. Right. Like I also got to say right now playing. I'm going to play slightly your uh, golf Nazis side for a split second. You are playing for money. Now, you can say it's just a hundred bucks. But when you're playing for money, there's got to be something more in there and just saying, I'm going to just give you something right now. I actually want to, we're playing for actual money right now. Now, if you don't want to play for money, just have fun, then that, that all, of course, take the money out of it and just, we're out here playing and having time with the boys. Yeah. We're going to be drinking, yeah. doing whatever we have Agreed, to do, yeah. having some shots and whatever. You know, but if you're playing for money, I can understand kind of his point of view. Now, granted, granted, it's not that much, and I'm still with you guys on the I'm in the ninety to hundred range. I'd rather get have fun out there and -hmm. not have to worry about the scores I'm putting up because I'm awful. Now, I think he just needs you just have to vocalize that, you know, let him know that what six five against one, right? You can take them.
0: Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, All right, I think that's good enough there. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we have one more question, but we we don't have time. We'll get to it next week um, because I think it will be funnier next week. Aaron, thanks as always. Appreciate your time.
3: Talk to you later,
0: guys. All right, later. All right, sir, uh, North State update. You have that ready to go. Here I didn't go. leave you much time at all. I feel awful about that. And Two minutes, I can do it.
1: Um, I can't even find your drop right now. We don't now. need it. All right. Going into the <laughs> new year, Chico State. Not looking, uh, not looking too great for the men's basketball team as they lose to Stanislaus State. It was sixty-five to sixty-eight. Uh, not, not the best time to put that in. Just give me one more second, and okay. you'll have an opportunity there. Five oh and six God. overall, three and three in conference right now, and well, right now losing streak. But next game is January fifth against Cal State Dominguez Hills. Same with the women. Uh, 5.30 for the women, seven o'clock, or 7.30 for the men. But women had a little bit more of luck at San St. Oslo State, winning 64-62. Close game, putting their overall record 8-4 uh, and 4-2 four and four and in conference. So great win for them, put them in a good position as the season goes on. Prep basketball is here. Well, it already started a little bit ago, but tournament season is over. We're getting to season. And you know what? All four teams, Chico High girls and boys, PV girls and boys, phenomenal this year. Starting with a Chico High boys team at 11-4. Great start to the season. They'll be playing on Thursday at Shasta. Uh, start time is 4-30. Now going to Pleasant Valley, a 14-3 start to the season. They'll be facing off on Thursday against Red Bluff at home, seven thirty start time. Chico High Panthers girls, 13-2 and two start to the season. One heck of a start for the ladies. They'll be actually playing one more game, a or yeah, non-league non yeah game against West Park at home. Then they'll be playing at home against Shasta at 7-30. Last but not least, Pleasant Valley girls, 14-4 and four start to the season. They have one more game at Lincoln, a non-league game before they start their season against Foothill Tuesday the 10th. They'll be at home, 7-30 start time. And that is your North State update. That is efficiency at its finest. With
2: six seconds left. That's the high bar right there, my man. Well, we actually have
0: bar. a whole minute left. That's, oh. That oh. That clock's just a fast. minute fast. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, can I get a grinds my gears off my chest? Oh, yeah. All right. Thank you.
2: You know what really grinds my gears?
0: When people stand at the assisted walking strip in the airport, you know, the ground escalator, yeah. that's not for standing. It's not to take a break. No. It's so you can move faster. It's so you could get to your spot. It's not so you could take a load off.
2: Yeah. You know what? I'm going to disagree with you on that one. Really? Yeah. Ooh. That's like, dude, if you are to the airport and you're carrying around a large luggage, you just want to be taken somewhere. I just want to stand around and just be taken there. I don't want to, have to walk. Get one of those golf cart thingies then. You have to, I, am not going to run. Bring one crutches of to the airport and scam the I, system. I will say, stick to the right. Now that's all how, that's all how it is fixed. If you just want to stand there, same with escalators too. But
0: you know where that gets screwed up is when you go abroad no, no, no. and people drive on the other side no, of the road. No, no, road. no.
2: In London, they stick to the right on the escalators. It's a very specific really? thing. You have Every escalator, when you go into the, the underground, everyone says stick to the right. Really? Stick to the right. 100%. Yeah. It is. Right. So it's, it's clear. And everyone. You're right. It.
1: Slow traffic, stick to the right. Can I get one real quick? You can. This weekend? Game over, man. game over.
0: (laughs) I guess not. See you later. (laughs) Next up, we'll show.
2: Here it is.
3: (laughs) From deep inside your audio device of choice.